Hello, wrestling fans. This is Quint Charisma. And this is Mark Gordy, and this is Colin in the Ring. What's going on, Mark? Oh, same old, same old. Different day. I hear that. I hear that. Oh, man. I kept thinking it was Tuesday. I kept thinking it was Tuesday all day for some reason. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, did you uh, happen to catch NWA last night? I watched it this morning. Man, what up with the waffles and time? <laughs> That's funny. Old Tony gets some free publicity. <laughs> Man, that was just out of the blue. I was like, yeah. I was like, there's Tony Park. And I was like, yeah. what's he going to do? Like, does he got a wrestling school? Like, you know, the week before, Austin Idol was on there plugging a wrestling yeah. school. And I was like, man, Tony actually came in his wallet to plug, <laughs> to plug, a, plug something. And then I, I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I wonder what was up with all that. Somebody having fun, I guess. <laughs> I guess, man. <laughs> oh, Lordy Lordy. Yeah, it was, um, I, I saw people talking about it on the internet, and I didn't know what they were talking about. I, you know, I just saw, it was like, then when I seen the, I should watch the show, I was like, oh, that's what they were talking about. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I thought it was, it was real. Oh, my word. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good for Tony then, anyway. I just to No. Keeping his name out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the legend, Tony Falk. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that, uh? gimmick he was doing for uh, Randy Hale's Too Far For Sure or something like that. Yeah, the rap gimmick, yeah. Oh, man. Was he doing it when you went down there with him that day to uh, Memphis to do Power Pro? Uh, um, yeah, I don't remember. You know, I don't remember. I know Tony was doing a lot of... He was helping Randy and back a lot. Yeah. I don't even know if Tony... I don't even know if Tony uh, did anything as far as on, on camera that day. I just remember him, you know, helping uh, Randy out in, in back and stuff and uh, giving uh, people their cues and this and that. And, but uh, anyway, so uh, you want to talk a little bit about... Oh, yeah, go ahead. It's all right. I'm, let me talk about this real fast. Um, uh... I don't know if I'm, I don't know if you knew or not, but uh, you, did you know Paul Adams? Did you ever work for him or work with him? No, no, never did. But I know he, he passed away, right? Yeah, he passed away this uh, this past week. I guess it was uh, was it over the weekend or was it Monday or? Uh, I, can, I, I can never get my days straight anymore. So I yeah, it might have been Friday, maybe. I think. Something like that. It's been like almost. It's been the last few days to a week. But yeah, I, I yeah. saw that and I was just like, wow. It's like, man, it seems like every other week somebody's, you know, that's worked Middle Tennessee area is is passed away. You know. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, it's crazy. A lot, a lot, a lot, 
here recently has been passed away. But uh, I, everything I've heard about Paul, man, ain't nobody had nothing, you know, bad to say about him or anything, you know. Uh, no. I never, like I said, I, I never met him or anything, but... Uh, you know, rest in peace, Paul. Yeah, first time I met him was in 97. I went and worked for Bert when he was uh, NAW in Lebanon. And he was the first time I ever met him. And, um, and then, um, let's see, worked on those shows with him for Bert. And then I didn't see him again probably almost 10 years later, maybe. Um, yeah. I was in Columbia. In 07, and uh, he was down there, uh, and uh, so I, that's what I've been like 10 years, and I, you know, I talked to him a little bit, just you know, asking how he's doing, that, and you know, never was, you know, I just, I just knew of him and worked show. I mean, you know, say hi and stuff like that to him when I'd see him and stuff, you know. Uh, didn't know him that much, but uh, um, and then uh, I saw him again and. Uh, 2012, um, I went to a saw show with uh, Jeremiah Plunkett at uh, um, at Old Hickory Community Center, and that's when he was when Paul was running saw all by himself. And um, I talked to him that night. I started quite a bit, and he was like, "Man, if you ever you want to do anything?" I was like, "No, man, I'm done." He's like, "You want you can wrestle, manage, whatever you want to do." I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "No, man, I'm done. I'm completely done. I just want to I just come and hang out, man." <laughs> He's like. Well, if you change your mind, let me know. I'm like, no, dude, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but, yeah, he, but that was last time from 2012, so that's last time I seen him. And then um, last time I heard, he was working out at the working at the uh, state fairgrounds, uh, doing something out there. And that's been a few years back, so I don't actually know, uh, you know, what he was up to. But um, he was, well, I think he's like 40. Five or something, something like that. Yeah, he, I think he lived in Hermitage. I think. Yeah, rest in peace, man. That's another one gone. You know. Yeah. Any any idea of what what happened or anything? I heard nothing. I, I asked uh, Plunkett. I asked him, you know, if he heard. And he said that that was the day it happened. He said he didn't hear anything. But I hadn't talked to anybody since then. So, you know, I, I, I stay low. I don't, <laughs> I don't talk to me. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I heard that, man. It's just, and then what was really messed up was the day before was his birthday. So. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, because I saw it on Facebook and I seen you know, him a little happy birthday thing, you know. So, so that was that kind of. So, you know, and, uh, I remember um, when I was working for uh, Bert. Um, when it was NAW, uh, so I just knew him a little bit, and um, him and Farron actually were roommates for a while when they were working for Bert. He used to tell me stories, you know. About him. He's from he was from like New York and everything, and and uh, but one of those I don't remember. We'll, we'll get off the subject, but somebody posted something on online some of some stuff of Paul's and um it was some stuff from Music City when uh Bert changed over from NAW to Music City when uh, yeah. when uh, 
Fairgrounds came available. I had their TV show. I forgot all about this, man. I laughed. I was watching this. There was a bunch of clips of him. Somebody put on there. And he kept calling Bert Meatloaf. And man, I forgot. About that. Man, I, I forgot about all. I forgot about that dude. I just I oh no. I forgot about him. Dude. He kept calling him Meatloaf. So, you know, rest in peace, Paul Adams, and so, um, yep. it'll be a while for it to see, you know, rest in peace again, so hopefully we'll have a, a dry run on that for a while. <laughs> I heard that. Oh, yeah. Who you got, man, in the baseball? Are you good? What's the final two? Uh, I think it's going to be, I think the Ash, well, Nashville's clinched last night. I think, I think the Oh, okay. I didn't know that. They they swept the Cardinals in four. They beat them last night. Um, it's gonna be the Astros in the American League. It's gonna be, I think it's gonna be Astros Nationals. So I guess it's gonna be in the World Series. That's first time for the Nationals. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they uh was. Uh, well, um, well. Were, well, yeah. Well, I was gonna say. They were the Expos <laughs> four. Yeah. So, yeah, the Expos never went, so. But, um, yeah, it's definitely their first time. But, yeah, that's, I think it's, but then again, you know, the Yankees, who knows? You never know, what, you know, so. <laughs> they, got all, they got a lot of bats, so, you know, big, you know, their pitching's, you know, ain't that good, but their hitting is, is crazy, so you never know. For, for nostalgia reasons, I wouldn't mind Astros back this Makes it. I just want it to be good games. But I hate when it's just blowouts and you know, not going to seven games and you know, hope it goes you know full seven games. Whoever's, whoever's in, you know. So, so what do you think about the uh, that second edition of uh, NWA? Well, you know. Five foot eight, one hundred and eighty pounds 
spot monkeys out there or, or all the guys who are Randy Orton clones. Yep. That's what I call them. Yep. They all look like Randy Orton. Yeah. <laughs> Various heights. Yeah. But they all look like him. <laughs> but, um, man, he, he's a really good worker, man. And he, him and, uh, uh, what's that boy's name? Stark. Something Ricky Stark, I believe. Yeah, man. Pretty good match, Did man. You know, you know and, uh, On his promo, his interview at the end, Ricky Stark. Yeah. I kind of caught a little bit of the rock in that a little bit. The heel rock when he first turned heel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was uh, saying all them, uh, you know, the I'm this and that. And the, uh, automatically, I thought of Austin Idol. I'm the, you know, women's pet and the men's yeah. regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was waiting for it, man. I was like, break it out. Bring out that Austin Idol, you know, give him a little tribute. But, uh, yeah, man, he did a good interview uh, there at the end. And uh, I like the fact when, uh, with Trevor, when he came down, you know, and gave uh, gave uh, Starks a handshake, man, and said what he said, uh, you can use Trevor as a heel or baby face, you know? Yeah. I can see him in that role. Uh, but, uh, yeah, both of them looked really good, you know? Uh, the only thing, did you know uh, Starks did the uh, arm ringer on the right arm, man, when he was setting shit up? I didn't he, he did all, Yeah, if you go back and watch it, man, he'll, he grabbed that right arm and went, we in Mexico? <laughs> I didn't pay attention. I didn't yeah. I, I, this episode I didn't watch this. I watched it, but I didn't just... Uh-oh. Like, just... I kind of... I watched it, but I was... I was cooking me a pizza, too, at the same time, so... <laughs> but, uh, and you know what? I like... I don't know how many other people would like it, especially nowadays, fans nowadays. Uh, but I like the finish. Crucifix finish. Simple finish. Yeah, when he did that, I was like, man, I haven't seen nobody pin one with a crucifix in forever. I know. Hey, hey. and Trevor uh, broke out the impost, and I think Starks yeah. in his arm drag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. It was, it was a good little match for the wood, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I, um, I thought, to see, I'm trying to think. I'd say something I did not like. And I'm sure Cornette had a coronary when he heard it. Uh, and James Storm called the North American belt a prop. Oh, I caught that too, oh, man. Oh, no, don't ever say that. Oh, man. I, I cringed a little bit. I was like, oh, Dude, oh. I was like, man. Don't I like that. <laughs> I like how, man, it, it resembles the old chic U.S. Yeah. idol, man, you know? Yeah. Well. They, well, they do that with the, the tag belts, too, man. I believe they, uh, you know, they, they try to get them to, to resemble the old NWA World Tag Team titles. Yeah. That they had briefly there for a while. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, but you know, prop, man, yeah. I was like, prop. Yeah, I was like, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know he was trying to get to, but he just found a better word than that. Uh, you know, like, you know, he, 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 no, it's not. I was just like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the women's match wasn't bad. Was the women's match wasn't bad. I was pretty good. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't go 10, 20 minutes like. I was like, that was good, you know? Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, nothing at all, you know. Uh, but, um, the tag match. The, um, oh, <laughs> remember how I said the dude come out wearing the stuff and he took it over like I won the Young Buds? We had neon green trunks on this time. I'm like, dude. Oh, you want the tassels then? Yeah. Uh, I was like, I was expecting to grab the top rope and do an uh, Ultimate Warrior invitation. Like, why are you wearing that stuff out to the ring? And you take it off and you're totally. It's like two different. Groups, you know. It's like they were thrown together or something. Let's throw these two guys together and make them tag team champions. It's like, hey, I got some extra uh, subbing word of the ring to, look, to match me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's like almost like Beauty and the Beast. It's like one dude's, you know, all, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can get that part, but him wearing the same you know, jacket and kilt thing out to the ring, then when he takes it off, it's a totally different gimmick. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's like, why are you wearing, you know, that's the kilt and the jacket that looks really good and you tell they spend a little money on it and then you take it off and you're, you know, you got, you got the, the fringe and then uh, the trunks. And then the, rest, then the next show you got Neon green trunks, you know, and I got the fringe boots. That's, I guess that's the only pair of boots he's got, so he's got to keep the fringe. But it's just like it just—I don't know. It's just like he needs to give another a jacket and don't wear the kilt, you know. <laughs> it just, yeah. It just don't match up. But I mean, my, the match—that's probably one of the probably one of the better Eddie Kingston matches I've ever seen. I've never been a fan or homicide. I've never been a fan of Kingston or homicide. <laughs> No, no, what I've seen of them, I, I never was either looked a little I've seen of them, but explain something to me. I, I guess Kingston and, and uh, Homicide were the babies, right? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. at first I was kind of confused, and I was like, okay, who's, okay, hold on, no, they're getting the heat on, on, um, uh, they're usually heels when they work something, but uh, the uh, when they come last last week, uh, last well, last show when they did the thing where the um, when Homicide come out there, remember they were fixing a brawl, and then Storm and Josephus come stumbling through. Remember? Yeah. So they kind of seemed like they were babies then. Because crowd kind of seemed like they were more behind them, so, so, I'm, so I guess I just wanted them to be in the baby faces. Okay, uh, let's not much attention as far as that goes, but uh, um, yeah, you know it's just a backup match. So the Austin brothers come in and attack yeah. Homicide and 
think so, I guess. It was, it was okay for what it was. Just go out there and have a match, basically, what it was. Just uh, don't do nothing, uh -huh. you know, spectacular. Don't do nothing stupid or. Yeah. Is it just me or do they need like a, a, a crowd working heel? I mean, do they have really, I mean. I think they, they want, I, I think they must have told them the heels can work the crowd in their interviews, but not in the ring. Well, what's up with that nowadays? Am I just, I don't know how, I just, must not have watched enough wrestling here lately. I just, I always thought you worked the crowd, but maybe it's different, just maybe just on a hot spot of house shows, you know, you can work the crowd. I don't know, man. I'd be lost without working the crowd, man. <laughs> TV. I mean, they let them do it on the interviews, but not on the during yeah. matches. But so, like, you know, thing is, you really never worked the crowd during, you know, back when you did studio, really, because your matches weren't long enough. They were just flat out squashes. You didn't really have to. Yeah. But having a 10, 15 minute match on TV, it's, you, yeah, you need to get a little heat somehow. A little, you know. But. It's, it's like, what am I trying to say? Not exactly, you know, uh, hey, you shut up, not that, uh, not that kind of, I'm talking about um, a heel, a real freaking heel. Do they have that there? I mean, it's like everybody's a cleaner, almost. Hey, I mean, yeah, nobody gets heat no more. There's, it, I'm just waiting for somebody to break down and get some good, good old heat, but I'm hoping it's coming. I, 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 which to me, I kind of think it might be better to lead, not just do it the first show, first kind of lead up to it, unless, you know, kind of, I'm, 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 maybe they're building the, letting the characters build up a little bit, you know, people, you know, get people get used to them, maybe, before they really start getting some of that good heat, you know, for somebody to get some really, really good heat. That's what I'm thinking they might be doing. You know, trying to build these uh, people up because everybody knows who they are. Uh, so I think maybe that's well, what they're doing, maybe. Well, I know Aaron Stevens, when he first came out, he, uh, there at the end, he, it seemed like he was trying to turn the crowd against yeah. them, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, um, let's see. Um, You know who looked good? Um, oh, one thing that bugged the hell out of me, and it happens everywhere now. What the hell's up with these tagging each other on the shoulder, the foot, everywhere except for the freaking hand? You're Cornette. <laughs> yeah. I guess, it, I guess it was a tag. <laughs> he, tagged, he can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, referee Santos is letting it happen. He's like, I guess again. Yeah, Cornelius talks about that. And the whole time, it was I noticed too was during a tag match on the uh, um, where Fringe Boy's name is. He, uh, I didn't notice the other guy, but I noticed him. It really, the uh, they had the tag rope and it was draped over the turnbuckle. He never, he was right there. It's like he wouldn't even, he never grabbed it. I'm like, oh. I was there to grab it, you know? 
I mean, exactly, man. Because then it was huge. I mean, it wasn't like a little bitty skinny robe. It was a huge robe where it was noticeable, you know? Uh, but yeah, man, I was. God, they need to get away, away from that. Yeah. And, um. Um. You, you know, one other awkward moment. Uh, when Coke Cabana came out there and Cornette was, <laughs> had to call his match, yeah. I was like, oh man, how. Even mentioned a little bit about it. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, that You know, yeah, Cornette just loves that comedy stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah it's um. But, yeah, I was, I was, we came out there and that other guy did the interview and I was like, yep. <laughs> I mean, it was good at the first show, but it was good. I think it was still good. A lot of people bashed it on the internet. I, I was watching it last night. People were bashing it. I'm like, dude, I watched it. And then I watched it. Yeah, then I watched it. I'm like, that wasn't bad. I mean, I thought the first show was good. No. Yeah, but a little show for, you know. Yeah, I did too, you know, like I said, there's a couple things, you know, uh, here and there that was, but nothing, nothing, I thought it was a really good show, man, you know, but. I think people realize they're they're, they're trying to build, you know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know who these people are, and they're trying to build their characters up, I mean, it's going to take time to. You just can't go out there and hot shot it and have the people don't know who they are. Exactly. Uh, uh, you know, you know who looked good, man? That, um, they said um, that, that dude, uh, it was two guys that worked, uh, Anderson and, and Cabana, the, the black guy, uh, Kingsley. Yeah. said that he was uh, trained by Robert Gibson. Yeah. Man, he took a hell of a bump from that Anderson clothesline, man. <laughs> and he, sell, he sold, uh, a couple times when I was he sell, he, looked, he, he had that, he got up and he was selling restaurant like he didn't know where he was at, and then he fed around, uh-huh. the, you know, to take, I was like, that was good. I was like, yeah, he, he, he could tell he was, you know, he, he, yeah. he, he, he looked good in there. He knew what his job was, and he knew how to uh-huh. sold good. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Yeah, He, he looked really good, man. I was like, man, they need to do something with that boy. Maybe give him some, like, Leo Rush-type gimmick or something. Or kind of reminded me uh, a little bit of Kofi Kingston, maybe, or something like a smaller Kofi or but. Man, he hurts me when I look at his back at his chest. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I, don't, I think they're just going to use those guys just, you know, to yeah. over for, you know. That's, you know, that's what they need. They need those guys to, you know, that can... Because they don't, you know, to you need guys, you know, to, it's gonna put people over know what they're doing, and it's gonna look good. Oh know? yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, he, he looked good, and um, uh, of course we had the Tony Falk commercial, and uh, excuse me, oh. that was a pretty good show, you know. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, wasn't bad, yeah. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people were comparing it that first show too, because they had that main event in that first show. 
Yeah. I think that, you know, I guess I was thinking something like that every show, but, you know, that was just to get that, you know, get that over and, you know, done with and then go from there, you know. So, but it was a decent little show. Wasn't bad at all. Well, I can give it a high. I believe we both gave the first show, what, like an 88 minus or something like that, or... Listen, I guess still another B plus, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it, 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 like I said, they're they're not rushing stuff. They're trying to, you know, kind of build people up a little bit, let, let people know, you know, especially uh, like that kid, the uh, kid that worked the Mur worked Murdoch. Um, like hardly anybody know, you know, would know him. You know, even you know knowledgeable people. So you know, they're gonna have guys like that. You're just gonna have. It's gonna take time. You know. And, and I think what they're I think that what they're doing because you know they were they're uh, starting to uh, advertise for that pay per view in December so I think they're gonna start building stuff up slowly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think they're just taking their time and everything. Uh, they got a couple of months to do that yeah. to build it up, and yeah. so that's what you're, that's what it's supposed to be for, you know. Oh, yeah. that's what it was always meant to be was to. Build up for your house shows, you know. Uh, 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 have you heard uh, the uh, a recommendation here? Have you heard the uh, the new R. Anderson podcast? I listened to uh, the first episode. As far as I've gotten so far on it, man, it's really good. I like it. You know. Uh, I've heard, I think he's done three of them, uh, listening to all three of them so far, it's really good. I like the first and, episode, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, talking about how he got into business and stuff, and, yeah. uh, but, uh, yeah. man, to listen to, to his, when he, when he messed his neck up, uh, I think the, uh, the episode he's got out now, he's talking about, uh, when he had, uh, surgery on his neck, these podcasts <laughs> I listen to them it takes me a while I'm back I'm, I'm a couple weeks behind on everybody I don't know <laughs> but I'm definitely yeah, I liked the first episode it was good I enjoyed it so yeah I'm definitely well, listen to it I, I highly if anybody ain't listened to it yet I highly recommend it man it's one of my favorites now uh, I listen to Cornette then I'll automatically go and listen to Horn right after that speaking but, uh, of speaking of podcasts uh, did you hear about Scott Bowden? He got kicked off from Arcadian Vanguard. Well, you know... Here's my... Uh, you, you, know, uh, you know about it, though? A couple of days ago, Scott made a post about something about 
something about uh, he wasn't on there now, Howard can do it all by himself. And I made a, a little comment. I went, what's up with that, Willis? <laughs> And I, I don't know if he responded or not. I don't think he ever did because I didn't get no update on it. But I was like, what's going on there? But I, I didn't do no investigating. So what, what's going on with that? Ryan Lass kicked him off. Canceled his show. Ryan, Ryan Lass? Canceled his show, yep. Because um, supposedly he, um, on, the, on the website, not during the podcast, but on the website, Somebody said something, and he made fun. He made fun of the person who ever posted. Uh, made fun of this. The guy had a picture of his daughter or something on his on, and he made fun of his daughter and stuff. And uh, so Brian last uh, said he he can't have that on his you know being part of his uh, thing, uh, his uh, company or whatever you want to call it under his umbrella. If you know, so he canceled the the. Bowden's podcast. Now, here's my take. You're going to cancel him, but you let Cornette basically say anybody that's a Republican is a piece of... It calls them everything in the book and basically tell hope they die and stuff like that. You're going to let that fly, but you're going to, you're going to kick Bowden off? Well, Ron Ross is a hippie, sandal-wearing, you know... Liberal himself, you know, so he agrees with everything. Man, he he swings from Cornette's nuts, man. He swings from Cornette's nuts. I know, but what I'm saying is that's so, I'm like, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, it, it is hypocritical. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, for one thing, and, and then, you know, then people were like, and I saw a bunch of people saying, "Way to go, Brian! You did the right thing." Bowden's a, you know, and I'm like, "Whatever, shut up." <laughs> but yeah, I'm not surprised because well, I, I, I don't like Brian Last Man. I mean, did, did you ever hear uh, the times he would? Uh, oh man, he would be on there with uh, Scott Bowden, and it was almost like. Brian resented Scott. It was almost like he, he he thought he was on Scott's level or something, you know? The way he talked to him. Yeah. You know, it, it was like, dude, you just a, stand there and hold the microphone, you idiot. I, I don't like Brian last at all. smart mark. That's all he is. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm not defending He really got. He really would get heat. Well, <laughs> Dave Brown and <laughs> so annoying. I mean, I, you would watch. You watch clips of it like, man, he was. So, he was so good at it. He was so annoying and good at it. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. Yeah, he was, man. I, I, as far as Memphis, you know, you had 
to me, the, the, the top managers that was ever there that did their role perfect was Hart. Yep. Bruno. Let's see, Hart, Bruno. And after Bruno, there wasn't nobody until Scott Bowden came, I believe. Because people and was, long, they say Cornette, Cornette wasn't there long. No, he wasn't there long at all. I mean, it, it, Hart was there, so... You couldn't really, as far as, you know, you couldn't yeah, really say. What, a year? He debuted in, what, uh, around about maybe late summer, early fall of 82. Well. And he was there till like, I believe the end of 83. Yeah, he's like just over a year. He wasn't there long at all. He was there already, uh, him, uh, Bobby, and Dennis. I didn't know this till I heard it from, from on a Cornette podcast. Him, Bobby, and Dennis went and worked the TV taping in late 83 for uh, uh, Bill Watts. And before they even debuted in 84, you know, so... Yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd say Hart, Bruno, and, uh, and Bowden, man, were the, the three top managers in, in the Memphis area, but, uh. I like that, I don't think Bruno gets a lot of credit. Yeah? Do it now, I'm sorry. I don't think downtown Bruno gets, gets a lot of credit. He does, man, he was there for a long time, man, and, uh. Yeah, he man, no one. Yeah, was good. And, you know, he was really, especially all those managers they were bringing in in the nineties. That was, I mean, none of them, stick, none of them stick. He was the only one that, you know, was was good and stayed. But yeah, they were like they bringing them in like every three or four months. It seemed like there. Yeah, a bunch of Mickey Pool type. <laughs> uh, was it uh, uh, Big Business? Big Business Brown? They called him Bad for the Business Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he actually he worked for like home shopping thing, home shopping club or whatever it was, and he used the equipment there to for to make a a demo tape and send. He sent it to Memphis. That's how he got his job. <laughs> To use the equipment at the home shopping club where he worked. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. And Danny Baxter, I don't think he, I didn't really. I never. I didn't think he was all that. He, he wasn't. He. I don't know. He was in and out a lot, but he. I don't think he was that good. Uh, no. That, there's was that we got uh, Ronnie Lots. Remember him? Oh yeah, he came down with. Did he come down with somebody, a couple of guys, but yeah, they didn't last long? And, yeah, he didn't last long, and um, who was it? Who, there were some other ones in through there. We had Bert Prentice, but Bert, they, they kept turning him baby and heel all the time. It's like, so he could never get no traction to get any heat. I didn't understand that. Like they had him, he was there like a, maybe a year, and then they turned him baby face. I was like, that didn't make no sense. They think they changed him two or three times, and it's just like, so he never really got any traction as a heel, you know, manager. And yeah. pretty much he was, yeah, he was in the 90s. He was the, he was, he had some good heat. Uh, 
played the uh, the, the privileged uh, college boy team, man. So, <laughs> oh man, I just said, uh, oh, the uh, where he said the uh, R word in front of uh, Dave Brown, and he said he had to eat with Dave Brown for the longest time. He just sit and see really didn't, you know, you didn't see how really tall he was. <laughs> like Randy oh, Hales, man. Randy Hales, he was tall. Yeah, yeah, he, he's tall. Tall, like Dundee, when he was heel, Tom and George Gould's look-alike. On TV. Oh, uh, I can see that too. Gundy was a hero, and, and he called Randy has a George Gillis look like. It punched like George Gillis. <laughs> like he was swinging a pocketbook or something. Well, you know, a lot of people bash George. Yeah, his punches look horrible. Man, he's still good, though. Man, yeah, you know, the, you probably think the same thing I am, man. The footage from the fairgrounds back in the 70s where he's uh, working Mr. Suzuki. Yeah, that's the same Mr. Yeah, man, George sold that so freaking good, man. Yep. And people believe that, man. They were taking their own uh, handkerchief cheeks and just putting it, you know, yeah. rubbing his eyes with it. And then, man, that was, that was great. Yeah, you could tell, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think he gets a bad, you know, it's bad rap. I mean, I mean, you watch some of that 70 stuff with a little bit out there. There's something, I mean, he, he's so good, yeah, there's some stuff he wasn't good, but, man, some some guys weren't that good either, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. His dad was, his dad was trying to push him down, you know, everybody's throats. But, I mean, that's not his fault. I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, Dad, I'm not going to do it, you know? Who's going to do that? Yeah. You know? I mean, look That's at, true. Look at Jeff Jarrett, man. He sucked his first year. He was horrible. Yeah. Know, like, you know, nobody complained, you know. That was really, you know, His first year, he gets a match with Bockwinkle. I'm like, come on. Really? You know? Uh -huh. I think it was a good match with Bockwinkle carried him, but, you know. But, you know, yeah, he, I think George gets a bad rap. Sometimes on stuff, you know. Oh, George! But he's always—he's yeah. always been nice to yeah. me. Every time I talk to him. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of the other night. You know how Scott Teal always has the uh, a reunion at his house every year. Did he have that this year? I don't think he did. But no, you know what? I think he was supposed to, because when we went to the. Tennessee reunion this year, and like when we got back to his house, um, 
I think he was talking to his wife about because uh, I think she goes, did you, did you get everybody um, down there the date? So I'm, I, and I, that's what you know. That's what I'm assuming they were talking about. But he usually posted it, and um, yeah, I didn't see nothing. So I don't know. But he's been real busy. He, um, like, cause last week he was in, he went on, he was on vacation in Florida, and I don't know if he just hadn't posted because he's been busy, or I'm, I'm supposed to talk to him this week. I'm, I'm gonna ask him about that, soon. but I'm pretty sure they were. I, you know, I thought I think that's what they were talking about that night, but uh, uh, but I know there's been a couple times where he hadn't had it. There, I, there's a couple years where he he had, he skipped a year, but uh, hey, I, I I don't see how he does it, man, because it's it's a lot of work and a lot of money. Oh my gosh, the money he's put they put out because they 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 feed them. Night before, I feed them on Saturday and make those shirts, and uh, he just I mean, they go all out, man. And he does it all out of his pocket just to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah he must love doing it. So yeah, yeah. that's cool, you know. Get yeah. the boys together. Yeah, especially they seem not doing it this year, especially with with uh, Mobile not having didn't do one this year. I, so I'm, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm surely he would have. Definitely would have had it this year with Mobile not having, you know, having it this year. So. But, um, yeah, far, I mean, yeah, he, he, he always probably, I just got behind, he's been busy, and was, cause he, he's got like 10 books he's trying to do at one time, and he, just, he, he, tries to, he's got so much stuff going on, it's crazy, so. But. Well, do um, you have the dates for next year as far as, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the one down in Lewisburg. The have they announced the dates? Yeah. Uh, but you usually have it the, what is it, the second Saturday in August? I'll, just, I'll, I'll get Shane Morton. He's the one, he'll know it. Another date. But I say it's always the second, uh, second Saturday in August. But this year, they something happened where we had a chance for the first uh, Saturday of August. This is like the first time they've had it on a different date. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the second Saturday of August is when they have it every year. But I'll, I'll check it out. I'll send Shane a message and ask just make sure. But, um... I know it's still a little early to start talking about it, but I'm definitely... I definitely want to go this uh, upcoming year, yeah, so... You need to, man, definitely. It's, it's fun. You get to see, see a lot of guys, you know, we worked with for the years, and then you can see guys that, you know, worked before us and everything. It's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like every year there's more people coming you know like Bobby Eaton's come the last few years and you know and guys uh, like Pat Rose is starting he's been coming the last few years and like the like, last three years I think and uh, Jimmy Powell he's been coming and you know it's, it's you know getting to meet guys like that you know and, you know, so you know Jimmy is it the same Jimmy Powell that uh uh, he briefly came in and teamed with, he was one of the Dirty White Boys, probably right around about yeah. 90, yeah, maybe okay. for Jarrett. Yeah. That was, okay. I was, I was, I thought it was. Yeah. Man, that's a shoot, he is actually the original Dirty White Boy. He was oh, okay. He did 
did it. He was doing it on Indies down in Georgia, in Alabama, before um, Denton and him started doing it. I didn't know that. Yeah, but he did. I mean, but mainstream, you know, you know, the Denton and Anthony, you know, but yeah, he he was doing it. Yeah, he was calling Daddy White. He's called, I guess, I'm trying to remember. I saw some footage from like, was it 82? From my, there's a handheld down, like a handheld, um, I want to say it was in Georgia somewhere. It's either Georgia or Alabama. And, um, it was horrible footage. I mean, you tell it's been, it was, Oh, it's been copied twenty thousand times, isn't it? But um, yeah. it, 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 he was called the Dirty White Boy. Huh. Or might have been, you know, it could have been like North Florida, somewhere in that area down there, down around in that yeah. area. And um, that um, and he actually I'm trying to think. I don't think I think it was just him. I don't think he ever had a partner. Like he just was called the dirty white boy, but yeah, they brought him in. He wasn't here that long. Um, no, he was. In, I think he was in between. Um, he was in between Porto and Burton. I think he was the one in between them. Okay, yeah. He was here maybe three weeks, maybe if that. I remember seeing him at the fairgrounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fairgrounds, and I saw one. Um, that the show from Dallas he was on, he had a, so uh, he was here. So he's probably he wasn't here long, a few weeks maybe. If that, yeah. Then then they, yeah, because they was Porto Alex Porto was they brought him in, and then then he was gone, and then they brought in Jimmy Powell. He he lasted uh, less than Porto did, and then they brought in Burton, and he lasted the longest, and then then he he left. So, but they, Tony Anthony said he never. <laughs> I don't know. They just, I don't know what the deal was. They just, I don't know if the money, you know. But somebody like Alex Porto, they don't seem like he'd care about the money. He was just trying to get a break, you know. Yeah, Alex was a hell of a worker, man. He's so young then, man. He was. He was good then. So, I don't know what you know. Know what the deal was with it, but yeah, it's like a six month period there. They brought in, I think, three guys. I think, I think it was just three bringing the else body in. Do you remember? Do I know? Did they bring anybody else in besides those three came with him? No, I believe that was it. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I think it was just those three. You were telling me. Oh, go ahead. Speaking of Pat Rose, you want to tell me uh, when when they came in as a part of those that was Paul Lee yeah. was a partner. Yes, yeah, Paul Lee. I didn't I didn't know that now, but looking back now and seeing them together, yeah, that was Paul Lee. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that didn't last long either, man. No. What about a week, man? I think they did two TVs, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> if that, I mean, they were here like. They were here and then gone. So I don't know what was over that. Another good little tag team, man, that didn't last long they brought in was uh, 
speaking of Pat Rose, him and uh, Bob Holly. You remember when they were up here for a little while? Back in 88, I believe. Is it right after, um... I know exactly what you're about. They weren't here. They come in after they didn't, um... It was them and one of the couple guys from that WOW. Wasn't they come up with them? Wasn't it like a group of... Like, yeah, I believe it was Sean Baxter, them. And Baxter stayed. Uh, he was the only one that yeah, Baxter, yeah, he stayed. Yeah. And, but uh, Bob and Pat, they're maybe man a couple weeks, if that. Yeah. <sighs> up until... Almost the end of '88, he was here through the. I remember he was yeah. the whole summer. Yeah, he. You know, man, he was. I mean, he was really small, but he was. He was. He was a good little worker. He was over with the girls, you know. Oh, yeah, so, he was like crazy with them. If, if he put them uh, asses in the seats, man, then that you know. But um. Because he, I mean, he had some really good uh, matches with Phil Hickerson at the sports. Yeah. Team. No, he wasn't bad at all, man. Nah, he wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, wasn't, you know, I wouldn't elevate him. I wouldn't elevate him any higher than he was on the card, but for what he exactly. was, for what they used him for was just right. You know? Uh, yeah. Uh, they said that like, his last, before he went back home, that, uh, I, you know how they say stuff, but I, I believe it. They, uh, <laughs> he was drunk, passed out, and they, Shaved his eyebrows off and and, <laughs> and uh, stripped him down naked and handcuffed him to the to the uh, gate, the pool gate, which I think the pool was even there. Well, it might have been there at the time at the Congress down on Dickerson Road. Handcuffed. Oh no! Yeah. Oh my word! He's ready. Getting ready to go back to <clears throat> back to Pensacola, Mobile area, and um. I guess he didn't put in his notice or whatever. They gave him his notice or whatever. But yeah, like his last night at the Congress, they got they was he passed out. So they I, they, I just heard they. I didn't hear who it was. They said they. Um, yeah, uh, he's out him neck and handcuffed him to the to the uh, gate at, at, at the pool at the Congress, which I don't. I think 80, end of 88, so. Okay. Who all was here? Fuller was here, Golden. Yeah. Uh, uh, house. Uh, uh, let's see who else. Uh, those were the Hills. Gary Young. Um, baby Faces. How do I think Baby Faces were? Billy Travis, Jeff Jarrett. Well, you know Jeff Jarrett went at no Congress then. Um, no. Uh, let's see who else. Was Gary and Cactus here, or were they Cactus, done gone? No, Cactus was still here. That's when he first Cactus. Gary was here. I think Cactus just got here. I, uh, the Harris brothers, they were they were gone by then. Um, I'm trying to think, I can't remember all the baby faces. I just remember that Travis was here, Jarrett and Baxter, Steiner. Steiner was still here. I'm sure he had something to do with it. You know. Oh man! Yeah. But yeah, they, they, yeah. I've heard it's some several different people. You know, I never, I never, I never, I never said any names. I always said they. 
So. But I ain't never heard that before. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's a lot of guys that came in just for a, a cup of coffee like that. Yeah. So, yeah. That were. Uh, you remember? Do you know? It was like a big over on Kayfabe Memories message board. I ain't been on that board a long time, man. Mm-hmm. But I remember uh, they used to. Uh, there used to be a thing about who were the Zebra Warriors. Remember them? Yeah, that, yeah. Who were they? I have no idea. They were the exact same size, man. They looked good. Yeah, they were cut. The gear looked good. Their work. Yeah. What I can remember, their work wasn't bad from what I can remember. Mm. And nobody can come up with who they were. Okay. I just, okay. You talking the zebra? There's another one. I I've never knew who he was. I've always wondered. Wonder, the great Sinshi. Who was he? Oh, you don't know who that was? No. Akiyasato. Really? <laughs> yeah. He looked. He, he looked bigger. He looked bigger. Yeah, he looked bigger than Akio. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, it was Akio. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it had been a great since she came in in '88. And Akio and Tarzan was in in '86. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. So, so it gave him a couple of years to beef up a little bit, and he was a little bit bigger when he was up with Tanaka. If you notice, when he was yeah. with Tanaka in uh, New York, he yeah, was bigger. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I never because uh, I always thought I was like I was like he. Got back and said, oh, it's Muda. I'm like that. What? No Muda. You know? No, it wasn't Muda. No, that was, was Muda. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a Kia Fato, man. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm 99.9% sure. Now, just beef him up a little. Beef up his chest. I mean, he wasn't jacked, but his chest was a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do a lot of a lot of stuff. He was just quick. And I remember I remember Sato and Goto, they were fast, you know. Uh-huh. So I, like, oh, I can see that, yeah. That makes sense. Well, dude, man, I look down, we're at uh, almost 58 and a half. Oh, okay. Well, it went by real quick. It does, man. It goes by fast. It goes by really fast. It's almost fast as sleeping. <laughs> like you just go to sleep and wake up. Like, dang. But um, is there anything you want to plug? Your haunted house gimmick? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, if anybody out there interested in the haunted house season, man, I have a... Uh, uh, page on uh, Facebook called Tennessee Haunted Attraction. So we give all the latest news and info about all things haunted houses in the state of Tennessee. And that's it. Just go to Facebook, go to the little search engine on top, type in Tennessee Haunted Attractions, and it'll take you right there to you. And uh, give us a like, share us, and all that good crap. All right. We got about 30 seconds. I'm going to say something. I should have said this earlier. Um, I'm going to say something uh, about depression. Guys, there's nothing, you know, I come from the part of the, that, that growing up of suck it up, go, you're a man, suck it up. But man, depression's real. There's nothing, if you, it's nothing to be ashamed about. If you're depressed, you know, talk to somebody, you know. There's, no, there's nothing to be ashamed about. It happens to all of us. And my knowledge, a lot of us grew up in that, of, that time period of, you know, Men don't get depressed, but we do. But I've got like five seconds. I'm gonna wrap this up. But uh, 
if you you know just get some help. But anyway, it's fixing to cut off. This is Quint Charisma, Mark Gordy.